Come join Melissa and her guests on the Chats from the Blog Cabin podcast. From North Carolina, this podcast will have you feeling like you've known these folks for years. Listen in as they chat about life, culture, current events, and more, all with a special Southern flair. Curl up with your favorite beverage and get ready to be entertained. Tune in now for a unique experience that's fun and insightful. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'm actually recording this on the Tuesday after Memorial Day. I hope you enjoyed the episode with Walt um, that was on Memorial Day. I really felt that it was fitting. Fitting? What am I talking about? I sound like British. I'm fitting. Um, I really felt like this particular, that particular episode was what needed to be heard on Memorial Day. All about honoring his father. And in the conversation that we had, we talked about my dad. And so I thought it would only be fitting that we talk about today's one of the things that really people need to educate themselves about a little bit. And it's something that I didn't know about until it affected our lives. And then once it affected our lives, it was like, Oh crap, it's out there. It's it's killed millions of people. Not millions, but hundreds of people. Um and it's it's something that people don't talk about, but they need to talk about. So with that said, I'm gonna do my own episode of honoring my dad. I am um, you heard me talk about a lot about how much my dad meant to me on this podcast. My dad has mentioned several times throughout this podcast. One of the podcast episodes that I had with Molly from Still Being Molly, um, and she now has a, her podcast has changed. It used to be Business with Purpose, but now it's um, Can I Laugh on Your Shoulder, which I think is really cool because anybody knows Molly knows that she's got this infectious laugh and she's just an amazing person. But one of the things that bonded Molly and I was I met her right around the time or right before the time that my dad was diagnosed with cancer. My dad was diagnosed with um, simple lymphatic leukemia. No, hold on. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. That was first in 1998 when the birth of my first daughter, my second daughter, or my first daughter, my second daughter. Um, and I remember him hiding it from us of how serious it was. Oh, it's not bad. I'm going to go chemo. I'm going to get, I'm going to do all the treatments. And so going on, going forward to, Further on, um, in 2002, the middle daughter came, the youngest, I'm so confused with my daughters today, the youngest daughter came along in 2002, and my dad still, like, struggled. He still worked. He loved his job. He went in every day. He was a deputy sheriff. He went in every day, and he was just an amazing, amazing guy. I mean, everybody loved my dad. Everybody respected my dad. Um... The year that I say the bottom fell out of my world, I mentioned this on several podcasts that I've been on and everything else in 2014, um, the year the bottom fell out. My youngest was diagnosed with epilepsy. At the time, we didn't know what it was. We thought it could be anything from a brain tumor to anything else, but it was epilepsy. Um, we had a car accident, which put me out of commission for work, and financially, that kind of took us a little bit of a hit. Um, my... Oldest daughter, had to think a minute, went off to college. Um, the day after she went off to college, I had surgery on my shoulder from the car accident. And during this time, my dad's health was slowly, slowly failing. Um, once he started to really go downhill, 
and not feeling great and not being as active in the community, they finally told us that there was really nothing much they can do. And as I'm, as I, hold on, as I am actually recording this podcast, I'm looking out the door of the blog cabin. I have a window in my door and there are two Cardinals just sitting outside. And if you know me, you know, I'm huge about Cardinals and Cardinals are, some people believe in some um, cultures that Cardinals are assigned to the loved one coming back, telling you that they're there with you. And so I think that's probably my dad and my sister kind of hanging out together, telling me it's cool that I'm recording this episode. But around that time, like I said, my dad went was really going downhill, and they finally told us that his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma had turned into SLL, which is simple lymphatic leukemia, which is a blood disorder. And during this time, I was just distraught but there's these amazing guys and i want to give them a, hand, a huge shout out they're the marine corps lead they're retired marine and navy veterans who are really you know they look after their own and it was during this time that i started to learn about this thing called agent orange now i don't know if you know anything about agent orange but from what i can see what i heard and from what i've seen is agent orange was like a a pesticide or a chemical pesticide that was used and sprayed from planes um, to kind of deforestation in Vietnam so that the soldiers can see the Viet Cong that are sitting in the trees so they and they could see if there was traps and things like that so it was meant to help and not harm but unfortunately it harmed all our soldiers and that's how I met Molly. And, you know, that's not how I met Molly, but that's how Molly and I bonded is because her mom actually died from exposure to Agent Orange like my dad did in Vietnam. Now, you think Vietnam happened in the 60s, in the 70s. Why are people still dying? Because my dad died in January 2015. Why are people dying years later from this particular Agent Orange? And y'all... It's because it's it gets in the bloodstream and it can sit dormant and it's a pesticide that you're 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 exposed to and it actually turned the trajectory of my oldest daughter's life because she was going um, to school for our BS in psychology and now she's studying about the environmental effects right now it's smoking um, that's what her um, concentration is but it really changed because of, of what she learned from when my dad died. Now, let me go and tell you right now that I don't like it when Agent Orange is used as a joke. I know they somebody has referred to uh, someone, I don't want to call a former president, but um, someone, I'll just say someone as Agent Orange because they said he looked like a Cheeto. And the other day, a couple... A couple weeks ago, right before Sherry came um, to interview me for her book, I was scrolling social media and there was an influencer that I love. And she is one of these influencers that are really great about trying to inform and educate her audience. And she made a joke like her concealer made her face look orange. So she said, just call me Agent Orange. And, you know, that really upset me. And so what I did was instead of going, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that and just going off on her, I just politely said, you know, I wish you wouldn't say this. There are so many soldiers and their families that are still suffering from the effects of Agent Orange in Vietnam. 
It was, it's not a laughing matter. If people are dying because of it. And she immediately wrote back, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I said, I know you didn't mean it like that. You meant it as, you didn't really know. She'd heard the jokes and people, people use the jokes. And it's all about educating people. It's not about being angry and, and, and telling people that you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. It's about educating them and seeing that, hey, look, you know what? What you said offended me, but this is why it offended me. And you start thinking like that and you can see the sides of the story. You realize that maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't use that word. And so she came back and she's like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I never meant to offend anybody. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much. I will pull the story down. No problem. Must like, and I went back and I told her, I said, you know, I know you didn't mean it that way. I know you didn't mean it maliciously, but it could really hurt people who, who have lost family members to Agent Orange. And she's like, yes, thank you for telling me. And so she then in turn, oh my gosh, guys, she then in turn went and did her own research about it and went back on later that night and apologized to her followers because she did not know what Agent Orange was. And it wasn't until she, till I pointed it out to her and told her, you know, some of the situations, I didn't go in really in depth with it. I just basically said, please don't use that as jokey manner. It's because soldiers and families are still suffering from this today. She went back and said, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go back and I'm going to apologize. And she apologized to not only me, but to her viewers for posting the story. She said, I immediately took the story down. She shared the screenshot of what I sent her, which was very from, and she understood that it was very respectful. It was the way I said it. I said, please don't do this. She, instead of going off on her and yelling her and calling her all kinds of names, I just basically informed her and said, you know, this really bothered me. But I'm not going to stop following you, but um, it bothered me because it, affect, it has affected me. And she then went on to tell her to educate her followers about what Agent Orange was, which I thought was really great. And I was like, you didn't have to do that. She said, yes, I did. She says, because I felt bad that I was using a term that I had just heard. And her even her daughter had said it, um, had just heard and just kind of didn't think anything about it and didn't realize what it meant. And now I know what it meant. I know not to use that. And I absolutely love that because like I said, she uses her platform to educate and to teach. Um, she is part of a biracial couple. So she gets all the looks. Her husband is white and she's um, African-American, but I absolutely love and adore her. And she's raising two biracial children. And so she understands everything about it. She gets it. And so with her going through and telling people that this is what you need to do, you need to educate yourself and not to use this term anymore really made me love her even more. And guys, Agent Orange is real. Agent Orange is, is something that, and I'm tearing up right now, is something that took my dad's life way too soon. He got a double whammy. He was actually stationed in Camp Lejeune during the time that, you know, if you've watched any TV or you get emails, um, the Camp Lejeune toxic water, um, that was part of what my dad, the double whammy. And we don't know if that caused my sister Karen's death, the toxic water in Camp Lejeune. We don't cause it um, for me to be, I always say I was born with a broken heart because my heart, part of my heart doesn't, work like it should. Um, I don't know if it caused, I know it, they think it caused the cancer in my sister, um, 
Denise, and they don't know if it's caused anything else. So it's really something that when you think about it and you go back and you look and you go, wow, all these effects and all these things that have happened to our soldiers. And that got me thinking when I was interviewing Walt, and I hope you listen to the interview. If not, go back and listen to it because it's a really great interview. Is we talked about how when the soldiers came back from Vietnam, that they weren't um, treated with respect. They were spit on. They were called baby killers. They were just basically the dregs of society, most people called them. But with, and then they get the double whammy of having the America basically sprayed all this from planes and they ended up dying from this now years later. And Agent Orange has been known to cause cancers it's been blood disorders it's been neurological disorders i mean it 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 surfaces in so many different ways of how it affects people that i can't even begin to tell you how how many ways it affects people because the list is long and wide i mean it's huge and it's just finally in the last i want to say in the 2000s um in the last 20 years that they actually said hey look we need a we need to do something for these soldiers and isn't that always the case it's when the soldiers who have gone before us and have fought for our freedoms they're the ones that get the crap end of everything um soldiers and teachers are the ones that i say are the least pay underpaid people in our world i mean they are most underpaid people and it just bothers me that there's not there's Memorial Day and then there's Veterans Day, but there's not anything. There should be a Thank a Soldier Day every day. There should be a Memorial Day every day because these people have given up a lot. Like in Walt's case and his dad, his dad lost his leg in the war. My dad did my dad came back from the war, but my dad lost so much more. My dad lost his life years later from the war. And he always shielded us from what happened in the war, but we found out after he died. Um, he kept a book. It's a really thick binder of like awards and like all the paperwork that he had, even when he got demerits for being <laughs> a little bit overweight or his hair looked really bad. You know, he got a reprimand in his file. Um, he kept all that. And it just cracked me up when I was reading through and I was like, he even kept his reprimands. But he actually, um, as we were going through and we were reading it, he actually saved some soldiers one time. And I want to share the story. My dad um, was out on patrol. He was military police, um, military intelligence. And so he was out on patrol and he saw a truck that was a little suspicious. So he moved people away from the truck and went to inspect it himself. Now, y'all, from what I could read from this report, because it was only like it was, it was an accommodation report. Um, so I'm sure there was a lot more that was that was said that it wasn't in there. But what I could read, because I never, I never knew the story from my dad. What I could read is that the, the truck was filled with explosives. And the fact that he went and basically sacrificed himself so that others could live um, just in case. If the truck had blown up, I wouldn't have had a dad growing up. Um, I probably wouldn't be here because I don't know exactly when it was. But to me, that's like the, the epitome of a hero, of people that put their lives on the line to help others and to save others. And my dad was like that all his life. My dad was the greatest man I knew. And luckily, I married a man who was like my dad, who liked to work and likes to, and doesn't have a moment to kind of sit. And we keep yelling at him, my husband particularly, my, yell at my husband, you need to sit, you need to relax, you need to just 
chill for a while, but he's always got to be doing something. If he doesn't do something, he's bored. Um, but my dad was the type of person, even after he retired from the military and he went on to become a police officer and became chief of police in the town that we live in, that he, he left that and became a deputy sheriff, had the best time as a deputy sheriff. And he said, finally, when work wasn't fun for him anymore, which was like when he was 75, he finally retired. Um, and so he was one of these people that really wanted life and helped people out. He was very big in the Lions Club because I don't know if I mentioned here before, but my grandmother was blind. And so he wanted to make sure that other people had help just like because his mom didn't. He was really big in the Marine Corps League, which I mentioned just a few minutes earlier, um, because he wanted to make sure that no other um, Marine is left behind. Um, really big in the veterans, making sure our veterans were respected in our community. We live in a military town. Um, when I grew, Where I grew up, we lived in a military town. Um, I grew up in a little town just uh, 10 minutes away from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, I was born at Camp Lejeune Marine Corps Base, um, but now we live near Seymour Johnson Air Force Base, so we went from Marine Corps to Air Force, but when my dad got the job in the town when we moved for him to be chief police, he was looking for jobs that had a military base nearby because he knew the, the, the great greatness of having a military base nearby and the advantages of it like the, the medical treatments and the commissaries and the BX and, you know, just all that stuff together. So with that said, um, we moved up here. My dad became involved in Wayne County's veterans. And matter of fact, when he died, front page of the paper, talking about how he had passed away and that the veteran community had lost a great champion. And to me, if I can be a champion with this podcast of, your stories and of everybody else's stories, most importantly, to honoring my dad with, with listening to people's stories, then that's what I want to do. So with that said, I hope you enjoy this particular episode of me honoring my dad. I hope I sparked your knowledge to try to find more about Agent Orange. Also, I looked it up because when I was posting on, on social media yesterday about remembering those that we have lost, even those that we've lost in the war, but also those that we've lost later. Um, and I remember episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I know that I cannot remember what it's called. And I still don't know exactly what it was called, but it's called like burn pit syndrome where they were burning a lot of this toxic stuff and it caused their lungs and it's caused a lot of issues with that. Um, there's also Gulf War syndrome. There's PTSD. Our soldiers are are finding a lot of mental health issues from what they see overseas uh, during the wars, everything. It's just, and my heart goes out because now I have an adopted son who serves in the Marine Corps and I absolutely adore him and I cannot see anything happening to him. So with that said, please inform yourself, please educate yourself about what our military goes through, what they see, um, if you have a family member that has been in the war and they know about Agent Orange or Gulf War, Gulf War or anything else, ask them about it. Say, you know, I don't want to pry. You don't have to give me all the specifics, but educate me on what happened. Educate me what it was for. Educate me how you felt about it. Because those stories are being lost because our soldiers are dying. And they're, and they're dying because there's a lot of them are dying, not telling their stories, not, not sharing what 
because of the mental impact that they have. And I think now our military is open more to chatting with people, to having to helping mental health issues be discussed, but it's hard. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you have your dad near you, hug him for hug, give him a hug. So I so wish I could hug my dad right now because my dad was the one that was my champion. He was the one that always was always there whenever I needed him, regardless of and it was unconditional love. So with that said, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed and keep chatting.